Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of They Civil Podcast. And today we're here with Zareen and she's going to be talking about normalized colorism. Hi guys. So before we start, can you tell us a little bit about what it is? Yeah, so colorism and the mindset of a colorist is basically where you dictate your judgment and opinions on someone solely based on the skin tone of their or solely based on the color of their skin tone. Um, so that's like kind of what colorism is. Mm-hmm. So how do you think colorism affects people in society, especially in the Desi community? I know it's really prevalent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's a very big stigma around like colorism and racism and there's there's a difference between the two like racism is one thing but then colorism is another and I know a lot of people like to say that um the South Asian community has is like racist but I I truly don't believe it's racism I believe it's colorism Mm -hmm. um and obviously like having a mindset like that is detrimental to the entire community as a whole because with old and outdated mindsets like that we can't progress as a community yeah I agree and it's definitely something like people don't want to talk about because it's really Mm -hmm. prevalent exactly I know you told me you wrote a research paper on this so can you tell us a little bit more about that and how you got the opportunity yeah so I'm in this like AP capstone program at my school and basically we get to like choose a specific topic that we want to research and just kind of conduct like experiments and stuff on it. So I chose the topic of normalization of colorism in the South Asian community, like I said, and I had like three different categories, I guess. One was like the economical aspect to it, the historical aspect and like the cultural aspect. And I basically just conducted um research through like interviews so I interviewed a bunch of South Asians from America like from every single state and just like heard their experiences and what they've dealt with uh regarding colorism so like after you like got all the people and asked them what did you figure out like what was something that was like maybe a common trait throughout all of the people that you interviewed I think it was the fact that they've all grown up experiencing it but they've never actually talked about it like it's so normalized and just overlooked that no one actually takes time to think about like yeah this is colorism it's just kind of something that's like pushed over and not really talked about so I think they all just kind of realize like wow this is something that's a prevalent issue in our community yeah I totally agree it's something I've experienced and definitely a lot of people around me have experienced but the thing Mm -hmm. is we never really started talking about it until like we grew up and we realized this this is not right right so how do you think is some ways we can educate people on this topic I think just talking about it and bringing awareness to it like the more we talk about it the more we realize it's wrong and try and educate people who have that mindset and show them why that like it's not right I think the more our next generations will understand and move on from that mindset. Um, oh yeah, okay. So how do you think colorism is like started, I guess? I, I read this thing yeah. and I heard that it sprouted from British colonialism and I was yeah. sure it's true. So is that- Yeah, it did. So, so like how did that happen? Okay, 
that's really interesting that I brought that up because I literally talked about that in my research paper. So everyone confuses um, colorism and the caste system. Like everyone thinks that's yeah. like intertwined, but it's not. Like it, that's like a really common misconception, but it's absolutely not. The caste system was based on religious and cultural values, which had nothing to do with the color of someone's skin. However, what happened was the lower class people or the lower caste people, mm-hmm. their jobs were all outside, which like related to darker skin tones because they would get more darker because of their outside work and like the sun. And but that still wasn't a very big, like prevalent issue. Like it just kind of happened like that. But what started the stigma and the line between just like d- people with darker skin tones towards like colorism is when the British colonial people like came and colonized all of South Asia and they started associating lighter skinned people with like more because obviously the British people were of European descent so they had lighter skin Mm -hmm. tones so they would start associating people with lighter skin tones with more respect and that's how like people in South Asia who had lighter skin tones they felt more in power and that's how that entire thing happened. And, yeah, like, and, it's, and it's like crazy to see how something that happened so long ago still ha- like affects our entire community and even right. in America it still affects us right exactly because like all the traditions that were from centuries ago they stem from those times so it got intertwined in our culture and our traditions and our parents and grandparents obviously they've been brought up with that kind of mindset so it's our job as the next generation to stop that unprogressive mindset yeah, exactly. And I know like the fair and lovely industry in Bollywood, that's a whole nother topic about colorism there. So how do you think mm-hmm. lightning creams in general, like give us a bad self image, I'd say? Mm-hmm. It's insane. The color, not even just fair and lovely, any skin bleaching product, their sales, like if you compare it globally, are insanely high in South Asia and even in like the African continent, but it's really concentrated in South Asian areas. And that just really goes to show how much we truly value like the color of our skin and skin bleaching products are one of the like least healthy things you can do. Like the toxins and everything in it is so bad for you. Like it's crazy, but going off of like the economical standpoint of it, another thing, that I think is really interesting that I didn't even know until recently is like marriage websites that are created by like uh, South Asian companies. There's a like in their business model is like, I don't know how to explain this, but basically on their like marriage websites and like dating websites, they purposely push out more um, candidates with lighter skin tones versus people with darker skin tones and there's even like for some of them there's like settings where you can go and only choose to like show like lighter skin tones which I think is really interesting and that just shows like the value like you basically are judging someone's value and their marriage like mm-hmm. values yeah, yeah, I was based on bring up skin. marriage mm-hmm. like yeah I know I like um, you know the show Indian Matchmaking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of colorism in that show as well, which is like, that kind of relates to what you just said. And then basically in South India, like everyone's skin tends to be darker. It's closer to the equator. And right. That's like where 
I guess I'd say that's where the most people want to lighten their skin because I grew up in a South Indian community and like everyone was obsessed with fair skin and I was like why and that didn't really Mm -hmm. make any sense to me Mm -hmm. no I totally get that yeah even like I'm not Indian I'm Bengali Mm -hmm. but growing up like I just remember wishing I was like white or I was lighter even though I'm not even like necessarily dark brown like I'm just like a medium shade of brown but like I still wanted to be like I wanted to look like a white girl because everyone would Mm -hmm. say that like that's what that's what's beautiful like that is the beauty standard like to be light yeah and for me I'm I'm gonna admit I'm like pretty dark there's like this region there's a state in India called Tamil Nadu and like people from there tend to be super darker so I and they're like looked upon like looked down on Mm -hmm. by the rest of India and like it's stuff like that that like when I was younger we used to like compare our skin tones and I felt really bad about it but like I mean, mm-hmm. when I grew up, I felt much better about it. No, and that's beautiful because no one should be basing off any judgment based mm-hmm. off the color of anyone's skin, but rather the character that they put out. Yeah, and so, like, speaking about, like, India, how do you think the Indian media, or sorry, how do you think the Indian media affects colorism? Oh, my gosh, there's so much. But I think one of the biggest examples I can give is the Bollywood industry because mm-hmm. I know everyone knows about this but their blatant like favoritism towards North Indian actors or lighter skinned actors know. like even when they're trying to portray like a South Indian um, character they still choose like yeah. North Indian actors and the thing is like they do that in the South Indian industry too like they choose white mm-hmm. people rather than like mm-hmm. literal South Indian actors or like they would yeah. choose north indian people to play south indian characters Mm -hmm. and then just going back to like the cultural aspect like obviously finding a wife or husband like the parents look more at like i mean i don't know if this goes for everyone but i know growing up like it'd always be like oh like is he lighter or whatever like just talking about uh that i've heard that in my community a lot like is he lighter than you like stuff like that yeah So do you think this plays a role in maybe dating, like modern day dating? Because I've like my friends, she was um, dating this guy and she was self-conscious just because he was lighter than her. And like, the thing is, I see that pattern with a lot of people. Do you think that would maybe affect people in America or in any countries where our parents have moved to? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's really interesting, like to think about that, because as much as we wouldn't want to admit that we are colorist, sometimes it's just like internalized like mm-hmm. from everything we've heard growing up personally I think um all the South Asians I knew I know like growing up in America and like being the new generation I know me personally and a lot of my other friends like we genuinely do not um care about the color of someone's skin like we that's just not something that we look for but I do know that that is something that like could be an internalized thing or if it's like a traditional South Asian like couple maybe Mm -hmm. they're worried about what their parents might say like oh like am I darker am I lighter like stuff like that yeah overall skin tone is just something that's like overanalyzed in our community Mm -hmm. back to what you said yeah I think um the colorism industry affects everyone so do you have any advice you would give to maybe someone that's younger that's dealing with something like this Yeah, just don't listen to what other people are saying around you about the color of your skin because it's all stemmed from like historic 
old age thinking the color of your skin no matter what it is whether it's light dark it's beautiful what you should be concerned about is your character and the quality you put out and the time you give to others and your efforts in impacting the community around you you should not be worried about materialistic things like the color of your skin like that should be your last concern so if anyone young is listening to this don't worry about what's on the outside because I promise you it's beautiful uh-huh and the thing is I never I really learned to love my skin when I started seeing other people similar to me like youtubers like limitless bull or like tiktokers like yeah people like those they like give me re- representation I guess that's something that really helped me in my self-esteem growing like when I was maturing into like a mm-hmm. younger teenager mm-hmm. I completely can resonate with you I remember like obviously growing up and like wishing I was white because we barely had any representation in the media like it was all like there was just barely any brown actors or actresses that we could look up to and see like wow they are beautiful and I think like growing up because I'm like um I'm 18 so I'm a lot older now but even now like seeing more prevalent brown people in the media and even like through social media apps I've just been able to like find my love for my culture again and realize like wow like there's so many other people like me like yeah and like the thing about that is like whenever we have a guest on the show they always have really similar experiences like they start out hating their skin and they want to like look white and then through like social media and stuff like that they learn to love their culture and I think that's like something that social media is actually good for it brings us Mm -hmm. together and it teaches us to love ourselves sometimes Mm -hmm. that is actually so cool because yeah I feel like a lot of us have had the same like stories Mm -hmm. because of or like similar backgrounds and experiences growing up yeah that's like a similar thing that like every single guest we've had on this podcast has said that's actually so interesting well mm-hmm. um if you do you have anything else you want to say or cover um I think I said everything but yeah I think we just the new generation just really mm-hmm. needs to work on kind of fighting back that old mindset yeah well thank you so much for being on our podcast I really enjoyed talking to you and thank you I enjoyed talking to you too (laughs) thank you so much if you've made it this far into our podcast follow our instagram at theseable podcasts for more updates on new podcast episodes